What's the deal, man? Politic in the podcast. We back again here at Rigor Mortis Studios in downtown San Bernardino. We got all your studio needs, man. Podcast, photography, the whole setup, man. Hit us up. Check out our content at Politic and Broadcasting Networks. We also on every major platform. So introduce yourself, man. Let the people know who you are. All right, y'all. My name is Raven, also known as Raven Satori. Uh, I am a clothing designer, and I make upcycled clothing that's all about uh, minority health, mental health, and like normalizing the conversation about it. So a lot of you'll see me at a lot of different shows in the area. Uh, doing all that and also we'll be talking about in a little bit I'm gonna start doing a little working on a project right now for a creative space for all of our creatives in San Bernardino and I'm pairing up with my friend here so yes sir we're gonna cook it up man we got some things coming so as far as the clothing line how did you get into that was it something oh that, uh, boy so it, and, and what inspired you to go into clothing so I got so a sewing machine because I wanted to work on some other project that I hasn't come to light yet. <laughs> but so I got that sewing machine and then I was like, I better put it to work somewhere else. <laughs> and just started making upcycled clothing for myself. And people were feeling it. I started looking at my stuff and was like, yo, this could actually be something. And I really like doing it. And my whole mission I guess my whole life has kind of been about mental health I struggle with it myself so my creativity is kind of nothing without a meaning so I was kind of chatting with my friend and I was like yo you can kind of see like my bipolar personality in my designs like you can see me in every different kind of state of mind and he was like yo that would be a dope clothing line and I was like all right a little nervous about it. It gets it gets people on the edge of their seat every once in a while. But honestly, I've been met with so much love, like so much love from people, that it it's it's more than I could ever even think of. Like, and I always ask people like they don't have to buy clothes from me. Just make somebody that's struggling with mental health feel loved and supported and uplifted, and you're doing the work for me. Definitely, definitely. So. As far as your clothing line, where do you see you taking this brand? So the brand, what I really want to get into is doing more uh, fashion shows. I actually um, intern with Paris Harris, who is known as the LA fashion guru. Um, He does a lot of fashion shows out in LA. Um, I'll be in Buena Park on Wednesday doing a little fashion show there. Um, So I want to bring that whole hype to the San Bernardino area and kind of center that like with my whole brand of like uplifting people. Um, So I want to kind of tweeze out all of our SB designers. So if you make clothes and you're like an SB, EIE area, shout me out. Um, And I want to start having fashion shows for ourselves and like building community here because there's no reason why we aren't another fashion hub. There is like such good dressers out here. I go to events and like I am inspired beyond when I go to events and see people just looking fly in their everyday wear. And I think that we need to bring more 
more of our creatives to light here, for sure. Definitely. So when you talk about mental health, what is do you want to share your own personal struggles with Yeah, you? I mean, I'm all open about it. So um, I was officially diagnosed with bipolar 2 disorder, PTSD, um, and I also have a, a traumatic brain injury from when I was attacked by a dog when I was a kid. Um, so I have, I've done the attempted suicide when I was like 15. Um, I struggled a lot. My, I, my biological mother had, um, bipolar one, but not really officially diagnosed. So I dealt with that like toxic relationship a lot. And, um, it made me struggle a lot. I ended up in abusive relationships from not having a lot of self-worth. You end up in poor situations like that. And that takes more away from you. And I guess that really got to me into the point where I ended up like serious in alcoholism. Um, I was really functional, so a lot of people wouldn't notice it in me. Cause like I go to work, I held down a really good job. You know, I was working crazy hours and people just saw me going at it. So not a lot of people would expect that I was struggling so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many people are like that. High-functioning people with mental health issues are like, it's such a hard struggle because you, to the world, you look so functional. And you look like you got it together. So, like, it took me, I don't know, I've been in the mental hospital. Uh, My last trip was, uh, like, five, six years ago now. And after that, um, it was actually a crappy experience. And after that, though, I kind of took charge in my life and started making certain changes to just start feeling better. And it took a while. I was still struggling a lot. And then I finally decided to pack my bags and move to California because I'm originally from upstate New York. So the weather is something else there. It makes you feel a certain type of way. It definitely affected my mental health. So moving out here alone, just like the weather in general made me feel a lot better. Um, And just made myself the most important thing in my agenda. Definitely. So so for me, it was last, it was last August. I'm just such a pillar of strength that a lot of people lean on me and I, and I really don't have time to like dwell on things that occur or happen to me. Yeah. So it was like an instance where I was being too strong for too long. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I and, feel and I ended up having a whole anxiety attack and thought I was having a heart attack and they took me to the doctor. I'm in the ER and they got me hooked up to an EKG, Yo, talking yeah. about your heart rate is is perfectly fine. It's all in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it literally, like, makes you feel crazy. Like, that, like, like, I'm like, I don't care what you're telling me. Like, I'm dying. There's something physically wrong with <laughs> like, you. Know, like, I am dying no right now. I don't, you can tell me whatever you want, but get another doctor in here because I'm there's dying. There's no way this can be my head. Exactly. Like, I'm like, dying, like, yo. <laughs> and it feels like, like that for sure. Like, it's crazy, like, how people look at you and they don't understand. Yeah, and that's that's what my brand is about, really, is, like, putting that conversation in our mouths more often. 
making that conversation an everyday thing so that when it happens to you, you don't feel crazy. You mm-hmm. feel like the third person you talked to last Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you feel like a normal human being because, like, we all went through it. Like, and especially in the way our world operates right now. Mm-hmm. Like, people wonder why there are so many, you know, health, mental health issues and stuff like that. Uh, duh. Because, like, we're stuck here. We're never thinking about here and here and what is actually going on in this center of our life. We're always compared to this. What's going on here and who's doing this and what is going on in their career and what are they doing? And we get fueled by that. And when you don't take care of this and like your self-worth and stuff, like you're going to lose it your mind's gonna snap at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point, the, the homeostasis is not melt, and it's gotta have a big release in order to meet again. Like, for me, at the same time, I was working six days a week, 12, 14 hours a day. The, the workload on which I was living off of was so ridiculous that I never even had time to think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my business off the ground. Mm-hmm. I just acquired the studio that we're in. Like, I my lease started on the first. I had my panic attack on the second. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing signs at you. Know you know what I'm like, saying? Yo, like, man, take care of yourself, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, literally, like, preparing me. Like, you think you're stressed now. Mm-hmm. The stress of, of running your own business and, and getting everything off the ground and f- building a team and th- keeping the overhead low so that mm-hmm. you can stay in business. It, it, it's, a, it's stress that you can't really And especially think when about. you're trying to supply for the community. Uh-huh. When you're not just a business that's just trying to like take money for your product, you're just, you know, building a product, you take money back from it. When you're trying to build something that's for the community and the, for the betterment of people, you're always concerned about that money piece. Like, mm-hmm. you're always concerned about, you know, I got to keep my overhead low. I got to keep this low. I, I, you know, I can't pay that much on this. I got to go to donation here. I got to get sponsorship here. You're trying to pull every back channel in order to get to that goal where other businesses are just be like, yeah, buy that from Amazon. Like, <laughs> you know, they don't even think twice. When we got to be, wait, no, like, how does this end up pouring down on my community? Mm-hmm. So you see that they're building a, a big Amazon out here in San Bernardino at the airport? Yeah, I see that. I see that. So, so how, how do you feel about that? So, you know, ah, I have so many feelings about it. So, like, all right, I think that, one, I want to commend the people that were out doing the rally um against that because I really appreciate the things that they put forward that our community needs like safer roads like an indoor space for the youth like soundproofing windows and things like that for the buildings this these are things that will make our community a safer place no matter what happens outside you know, we don't always have control over large companies and our, sometimes our say doesn't, you know, do everything. But we should be asking for the things that are going to protect our people. Now, one thing that people don't really know about is what they call mm-hmm. opportunity zones. Mm-hmm. And because of the, the bankrupt 
city county that we're in and the lack of jobs and money, mm-hmm. San Bernardino at large is an opportunity zone. Yeah. So these businesses get large tax tax breaks to come in to to bring their companies here so that they can provide jobs and and, and revenue. Which for, we've seen that they don't really give the, us the best jobs. I mean, but it's if this big Amazon comes, it's going to be 10,000 jobs. Oh, yeah, but they'll be part-time jobs in which you get no benefits. And that was another part of the people who put on the rally in which they were asking for mm-hmm. was real jobs that actually make us money, that are actually going to support our family. Because that's yeah, a whole, but... like, unemployment push right now. Like, sure, we have really great unemployment numbers, but it's because most people are working part-time jobs with zero benefits. I understand that, but at the same time, if it was in a commercial area where they were taking away houses or taking away potential buildings. But this is on the airport. Nobody can, they're building on land that's really not being used and it's part of the airport. So the land that they're taking off of, nobody really is losing out of losing that land. Yeah, no, I mean, I and that's my whole thing is I'm not, I'm saying these positive things because I am still an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I still believe in somewhat capitalism, don't mm-hmm. I have to? Exactly. Kind of have to. So, as when it comes to Amazon and Jeff Bezos, the man, mm-hmm. you know, there's the one, those are I two totally that. different I, things. I study that man. He's an, a very intelligent man. I'm sorry, but the sharky entrepreneurs that you see around in this place, you have to study them. Our president was one of them. He, he still he is. is one of them. He still He's is. He's one of those sharky people, and look at where he got himself. Mm-hmm. You have to study what they're doing in order to know how to react and respond exactly. and how to do your things. You can't shun them out of your realm of even learning about them. Mm-hmm. you got to at least learn about them and now, know what they're doing. Now, what people don't really under- understand is that a protest is just an organized complaint. Yeah. Sure. An organized complaint is asking somebody to do something. Mm-hmm. So you're going to organize, organize, come up with a bill, get some signatures, and present some legislation. I see you. Don't don't protest. I see you. Because a protest is just basically you out there begging and, and trying to change somebody's mind. Like I don't feel I like do agree with the protest in the step of that. Like you do the protest first in order to get to that. So that way you have more supporters. You see people who are actually because you do get more support, you know, people just ask questions as they pass by a protest. I see a sign. I go, wait, I'm going to look up and see what that was about. And then I might be, I might follow that. So then if you then take it to the next step, but I definitely believe that that next step has to happen. It has to happen. We have to start following through and telling these people that we won't allow these things to happen if it does not benefit us in some way, or if it, it's, it cannot come to us and denigrate our area while benefiting you you know we have to at least have some guidelines as to we're not going to get trampled on here today <laughs> well i don't know i don't think that through this the city council really has a plan because they we went bankrupt they were coming up with the new budget and when i came up with the new budget they, they end up cutting i believe it was i don't have my notes with me but it was i think it was 20 uh, county workers mm-hmm. they cut their salaries so mm-hmm. that they can raise the salary of the police mm-hmm. and then the Forgot county workers sued 
and won the lawsuit, and now their wages have to be returned. Mm -hmm. But the cops still got this money allotted, so now they got somehow to, all the money came up to be <laughs> exactly. So now they have to cover this this difference. The yeah, cops still why get do this you think money? Jeff Bezos is moving in? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so when you think about politics, man, you really got to think about what's actually going on. Man. For real. They, they made a mistake, man. They need somebody with big money to come in and bail exactly. them out. Exactly. And honestly, this is my whole thing is like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not never going to say to take a business away from a man. You can't. That's, that's theft. That's theft. The, 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 the government can't take a business away from you. So you can't tell them straight up no. But you can work programs that uplift your small businesses. Mm -hmm. If you work programs that uplift your small businesses to the point where they can at least kind of compete with large corporations, now you've created yourself a booming economy mm -hmm. with people directly in the community being affected by it positively. That's what you need to do. Stop, you know, like, instead of, like, oh, we're just going to give this, or then we're just going to take that. Like, actually follow through. Like, make a full full thought, because it makes no sense that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, small businesses are great, but then you sign in Yum Yum Donuts without listening to a single small business owner. Mm -hmm. Then you just you allow that to happen. You see, but at the same time, with the opportunity zones, it... it Give these tax breaks not mm -hmm. to the small business owners, but to no, the franchisees, to the, large corporations. to the large corporations. So now the franchisers mm -hmm. are going to get a large tax break where they're basically going to pay no taxes to come bring in that Yum Yum's Donuts. Mm -hmm. So it's trying to entice these big businesses to come down here in the inner city instead of trying to promote small business owners. Of course, but what I'm saying is that if you do a little bit of both, Take some of that money that those corporations are actually making you and turn around and actually support your small businesses. Now, a lot Give of small them a break on your taxes a little bit. I mean, we're not paying just a lot of us sole proprietors are only paying state tax. We don't have to pay federal tax. Mm -hmm. So give us a break. Exactly. You, you know, if you do both sides, it then it allows for a true equal capitalistic gain. Mm -hmm. You have to just support your small businesses like you support your corporations. As simple as that. Definitely, definitely. So as far as, uh, let's get into this creative space. All right, cooking so, up that new-new. <laughs> what is your whole mindset or mentality behind this creative space? All right, so it's interesting. The more I think I stumbled onto the idea in my brain as I was like inspired by the creatives around me and then as I work on it I realize that it's been something I've wanted my whole entire life so what I've been dreaming of for a long time since I was a little girl and the movie Honey came out <laughs> um, <laughs> is a community studio for people to be able to create and affordably because I was one of those kids that couldn't go to the dance studio because my parents couldn't afford it and the dance studio didn't have any open hours. And I thought that was crazy. I'm like, why, why? Just, I'm just a little girl that wants to dance. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. So I always had this dream of having a space where 
it was affordable for people and we had open time where just anybody could create it's expressive and it ties in with my mental health realm of I have never met a creative who hasn't struggled with some kind of mental health issue that's why we're creative Mm -hmm. we express through something else because we can't express through words so well exactly so we express through other things so it kind of ties into that where if I am able to supply you with a space some basic materials, maybe materials you were saving up for and haven't been able to save up for yet, then I can teach you how to hit that next level. I can help you become that small business owner. I can help you support the economy more. I can, you know, it it ties into really like everything that we've been talking about, like on every level. Now, what my whole idea was, was... I wanted to build a conglomerate, which is just a network of businesses that work off of each other and and feed, basically share business, you know exactly. what I'm saying, within the network. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have enough creators within this area that we shouldn't have to go outside of this area to get anything done. Nope. And if we build a network where everybody knows each other exists, Mm -hmm. then it would be no reason for us to go anywhere else absolutely and that's a piece of it you know that's that's that upper piece of it of when we all get to be entrepreneurs we've all patted each other's backs we've all helped each other so that makes each individual business better on its own and better together we now find the collaborator we've been looking for just by working in a communal space, you end up finding another artist for your party. You end up finding, you know, that perfect seamstress you needed to help you out with that. You find everything, you know? We have, if, like, so I mentioned I moved here two years ago. I was really struggling emotionally finding people to be friends with <laughs> and because I live up in Thielen in the high desert um and I found my people here in San Bernardino like I spend most of my time down here if I'm not at home I'm here um and I freaking love everyone like I every time I go to a creative like event in San Bernardino I meet five more people who I'm like so inspired by they create, they do so much, and this many people know about them. And I'm like, yo, we need to put you on blast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like they, it, they instantly spark this fire in me that like I want to be able to help them and lift them up to higher levels, like and foresee, like see our passions actually grow into businesses that benefit us and not be just like something that we do on the side while we slave away some, you know, nine to five doing something that we can't stand. Definitely. Because the, the nine to fives, man, they take up all your time. And all they take your up time. all your energy. And yeah. That's one thing that struggling with mental health is that I wasn't protecting my energy. And now I, don't, I protect my energy at all costs. Yes. No matter what the scenario, no matter who you are, no matter what's going on, I must protect my energy at all costs. 
But that's the only thing I just refuse to yield on. You, know? you are number one, man. And especially when you become an entrepreneur. When you become an entrepreneur, you just became number one. Like, yeah. you have to. Because your business doesn't survive without a healthy you. Definitely. So, you are number one. You know, like, I took the dive that I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done working for other people who don't care as much as I do done and I stopped working a regular job and I'm broke most of the time but I work my ass off and last month I had a really good month I made a ton of money you know like and it all just how you work it out you know like I'm willing to be healthy and broke a hell of a lot more than I am to be comfortable and depressed like this for me is like therapy <laughs> yeah that's why i love sitting down and doing podcasting and because this is like my mental release this levels me out this just interacting with different creators and different people that you know might be going through the same thing i am lets me mm -hmm. know that you know I, i'm not that man on the moon I, I i'm not going out it alone it's other people out here that care just as much as me. Yeah, and people who are going we, through it. We have mental health issues because we care. Yeah. If we didn't care, we wouldn't have none of these problems. Yeah, dude, we're the next evolution. This is like my serious belief. My serious belief is that people with mental health issues, quote unquote, um, we're the next evolution of people. We, people just don't want to accept us yet because that's like how it is. Like whenever you look at like superhero movies and stuff like that and like so many sci-fi movies have come true so let's just think that way so superhero movies and all that they always are afraid like x-men you're afraid of the mutants you're afraid of that next evolution because they're stronger better than you in some way they're the next evolution so of course the world puts us down into corners and says that we're too emotional we care too much, that we, you know, do too much, or that, you know, like, cry too much, like, whatever. <laughs> like, I cry when I'm happy, motherfucker, I don't care. So, as far as the, the creative space, what, what all do you want to be entailed in the space? So, I want us to be able to have, like, communal tables where people can work on their art, whether it be, like, painting, sewing all that um and then i want us to be able to have a space like you have and like kind of make our space as one so that way we have podcasts youtubers you know music i want everybody in there you know so i want us to have like community you know connections so we can get everybody's prints done at a cheaper rate have benefits like that and i also want to start doing actual meetings with people who want to make their creations into a business. If you want to make your creation into a business, we're going to have like a one-on-one -on -one meeting at least once a month and make you a hard set business plan, marketing plan. These things are super important. Any business person, any successful business person has one so they can go back to it when they've lost their mind. Exactly. That's the only <laughs> thing that keeps me on, on the plan is to go back and refer like, okay, Every time I fall astray, let me get back to that exactly. business plan. Exactly, and no out. successful business owner has it doesn't have 
immediate like had doesn't have a business plan so like I want us to I want to culture that I want to you know grow that so that way we have that many more businesses that we can collaborate with that many more businesses as a piece of our you know conglomerate and also just inspire the community to be more free and create you know like I want to have uh open second Sundays it's just community second Sundays where you guys can come in we'll have food trucks artists will be you know selling their stuff talking about their new you know art ventures if they've got like you know a gallery showing letting you know about that and inviting the whole community to just come and experience the space you know have some paint and sips and like you know uh marcus art is he's amazing actually uh, marcus i i have brought marcus to the first show sesh we did downstairs yeah and he's been rocking ever since yeah so marcus is, is my dude i love marcus we met at riverside arts walk randomly we were supposed to be set up next to each other and some girl stole his pot so then we requested the next month together but yeah he's my dude so i'm like i need you he is and he's all about the community and he's all about just like lifting up the culture and he's a great person so you want to get him in there teaching workshops you know just for the community doing stuff for the kids like I, there I have so many like visions for how much we can do with this well, space. Once we create you know? the space, man, then the possibilities are endless. Exactly, exactly. I'm like I have lists on lists on lists of things that we can future do, and like the first thing is just building this community, and making a space for us that's going to foster our creativity. Because like any creative I talk to, most of us really love creating next to another creative it inspires us it builds us to just do more it adds perspective you know it you, does it never hurts to have extra eyes yeah you know what i'm saying to just that, that extra critique or just that one hint to do something and if you're ever feeling unsure of yourself you know mm-hmm. and to ask a like non-creative you're like you're always like meh no I, I i like your opinion but somehow it's not there for me but if you ask another creative, you're just like, all right, yeah, you see it. You see it the way I would see it. Yeah, that's a really good outlook. You know, we have, we just could breed. I, I see it as being like an incubator for just entrepreneurs and a boost of creativity in downtown and creating a community where we are self-sufficient as creators. Definitely. So do you have a, have like a time frame on where the public might be able to tap into this? So I want to start, I definitely want to have like before we actually open, I want to have like a pop-up and do like everybody come in and like create and I'll supply like some canvases and paints and stuff like that. Um, I am meeting with my landlord later today. Um, We are looking at March. I'm thinking maybe pushing it maybe back to like April just to give us enough time to like build. I want to build this community solid. I want to make sure that I'm able to take all the input because like y'all have really good input um, and you guys know what you want out of the studio and everybody I talk to has just more to say about it. So I want to make sure I'm able to listen 
and give you guys exactly what you want. So we're shooting for March, April, that kind for of area. For sure, for sure, for sure. So what, before we get out of here, tell the people where you they can find your clothes, hey. find you on social media. Catch me on Instagram, most popular, at bipolar, by, B-Y-R-S. Um, my website is also bipolar, by, R-S. Um, catch me on there. I'm always on the gram shooting stories and stuff. So shoot me a DM. I do customs for my local, my local peeps, and I love doing customs for other creative people. So definitely hit me up for that. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. Check us out on all major platforms, man. Politics in the podcast. Awesome. Good.